Welcome to the Life of Dads podcast. Uh, yeah, give give yourself a round of applause. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, it's just a bunch of guys who are single talking about what it's like to get back out in the real world. And this is episode one. Yeah, so where are you from, Chris? Where are you at right now? Right now, living in beautiful northern Virginia and uh, just a little bit outside of D.C. to the west. How about you there, JC? What, what about you? I am in the land of entrapment, um, also known as the land of enchantment. It is Albuquerque, New Mexico. It's the land of filth and dirt. Uh, yeah, it's just a bad place to be. Now, if you ask some of these people out here, they'll tell you, oh, I love New Mexico. I love Albuquerque. Yeah, don't. Yeah, we don't want to talk to you. Fair enough. So uh, we have a lovely office in San Francisco, and we uh, suggest you send all mailings there, packages, stuff like that. We have a team of people that would love to answer your letters, phone calls, and uh, any questions you actually have, because I got a couple of them at least. But we're here to answer your questions and tell you a little bit about the life of dads. Some of Chris's questions are like, how did this get started? Why did this come about? Like, what were we thinking when we just kind of put our collective brains together and said, this is a good idea? It would have to be the whole deadbeat dad mentality that a lot of people have out there. And this is a very touchy subject for me. And I am not going to elaborate too much on it right now. (laughs) Because you know as well as I do, I find that there are far (laughs) more deadbeat moms than there are dads. But I think the reason why that is is because more moms have their kids. You know, I've told you all some of my examples where you watch them on the playground, a bunch of moms sitting on the bench. You look at the dads playing with the kids. That's what they're doing. They're out there interacting, playing with their kids, and just having a good time. But moms let their kids troll around on the park, beat up the other kids. So this is where you and I differ, sadly, is that I know a bunch of single moms And uh, usually it's the other way around. Maybe it's a a coastal difference where West Coast, it's very, you know, moms are kind of lackadaisical, whereas out here they're very hands-on. In fact, they get so hands-on, it's kind of stifling to their kids. Should we be calling the cops on them then? Are they too hands-on? Possibly. I mean, it gets gets oppressive. Yeah, like you come from one side, I come from the other. I don't think it's an East Coast, West Coast thing. I think it's... uh, Bloods and Crips? Yeah. Bs and Cs. No, um, like I think it's just, you know, experiences. Uh, I see a lot of moms uh, pussyfooting, you know what I mean? Um, Maybe from my experiences with uh, my exes, you know, their favorite go to meals are mac and cheese and hot dogs and just terrible snacks. Um, Even when I was growing up, it was hamburger helper and that kind of that kind of thing now. And uh, that's why I'm my part of this is trying to put out some recipes that are healthy uh and how to cook them um nothing is going to be over the top uh like you might see from other blogs or websites where it looks like a gourmet meal let's be honest we're all, we're not chefs um not yet no no probably <laughs> not ever um but it doesn't really matter too much on how the presentation is we're not winning awards but what matters uh, is, is how it tastes and how healthy it is. 
So if uh, if you guys are listening to this, uh, just check out the website. Uh, you'll see uh, on the blogs uh, a recipe section. Uh, definitely check it out. Um, I will definitely link to it in the show notes for yeah. this podcast. We'll put some of your fancy recipes up there. JC is definitely the cook. I give him mass props for that. Whereas I think my part of this is more like, let's get down to the, the science of things, the psychological aspects of getting yourself back up on your feet and back out there. Yeah. Yeah. We could all definitely use that. <laughs> Cause I'm not a cook and I'll tell you what, uh, he made an awesome, uh, shrimp linguine the other day. And I actually got on the blog and made it for my kids. And I'll tell you what, they ate it up every last noodle. So, I mean, he doesn't have to be a gourmet chef. He just has to know how to put something together pretty quick. And he did. Yeah. So most of the recipes I try to get are uh, 15, 20 minutes. That's including prep time. Because uh, we all know kids, they just want to just shove, just shovel food in their face and you can't give it to them quick enough. So. That's my thing is just health, healthy foods that are uh, quick and delicious. Uh, so what else we got going on? I wanted to kind of go back into um, like my upbringing because you were talking about your parents and stuff like that. So I think I want to do that. You may have to edit out me like uh, the whole deadbeat dad's <laughs> mom thing. Man. I'm telling you, I'm so fucking bitter, dude. I'm so bitter. <laughs> I'm so bitter. Yeah, I can I can hear it in your voice. I am, and I know you've met some moms that are you know like single moms that are doing their thing. And <laughs> well, I mean, I as much as I'd love to to bash on my ex wife, like she's pretty hands on with my son, and I kind of owe a lot of the reading and like mathematics. Like she doesn't work during the day; she's kind of fortunate enough to do that with her situation. So she gets to spend a lot of time with him every day. Whereas, you know, I have to work all the time doing what I have to do, put a roof over the head and food on the table. So I have to put him in school and the school is great, but there's something about that whole having hands on education with a parent school, math, reading, and he's now he's five and he's reading books to me. You know, he can do some small, simple uh, multiplication, but, you know, that's, I guess there's the small difference in life is that we're not all fortunate like that. I had one, my other ex, which my daughter uh, came from, her mom just straight up disappeared for, you know, eight years with her and decided that all of a sudden she'd come back. And uh, mom, what's up in the yeah, house? Yeah, she would. <laughs> she literally used her as a uh, as a paycheck. You know, she was getting a lot of money from me each month, and for her, me to not see her, uh, it was kind of devastating to me and my daughter. Um, and after a grueling year long in court uh, and three inches of paper <laughs> um, stuck on my desk. It, I got full custody. Um, we were actually able to prove a lot of things that was going on. And, you know, I got full custody of my kid, which has probably been the greatest now four years of my life. So, yeah, I, I kind of see both sides of that, like where I have one mom that's really dedicated to actually caring about the child. And then I have another one that's like she hasn't even seen her in four years. Wow, dude, I didn't even know that. That's pretty shitty. 
It's it's an unfortunate truth. I wish it were different. Sure. a hook for me. No, I sure will, man. Hopefully, I can bring her out to New Mexico this summer. That'd be nice. Maybe you need to sell your body. <laughs> Give it away for free, man. You need to sell it. <laughs> what are you going to have in future podcasts so uh, I could at least chime in? Because they'd be like, this other guy doesn't say shit because all my stuff got edited out. They're like, it's a quiz show. It's he like, literally said like four words. JC. Okay, back to Chris because I had to edit everything JC said. We're going to have to do some show prep is pretty much what I'm hearing. Um, So my plan, the plan for Life of Dad's uh, future podcast, even though this is introductory, we want to start getting user questions. So when our fans give us some uh, feedback, we want to answer your questions. We want to go ahead and start talking about, you know, getting back out there. Uh, building up your social circle and really what it takes to be that dad that we all know we can be. So we're going to really put in some effort to talk about those things and slowly but surely we'll see progressions in all of us. And what it really comes down to is being the better guy that we know we are. That's very touching. I feel like I, I feel like I should cry. <laughs> there's, there's some, there's some, uh, there's some sappiness in there. What about your boy there? Was he got any ideas? Lane, he's sitting over here. He is uh, the junior developer for the Life of Dads. He's just getting into some code, and he is kind of the lackey. He uh, he is definitely a green coder, but is very interested. No kids, no marriages, nothing like that. <laughs> As he says, thank God, because he's now listening to our self pity stories. <laughs> he's helping me put together the website because. Um, there's a lot of work that's going into this. And so he'll be helping me do edits. He'll be helping me do uh, feature requests. He'll be slicing him, you know, up the podcast for us. He'll be putting it together. So, And then we got Murray down here, and he's just hanging out by my feet. And Murray is the morale officer. He is uh, definitely in charge of keeping things sane. And if you don't have a pet, I highly recommend you get a dog. Oh, and... Uh- I like if you do have a pet, I highly recommend you get rid of it. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's why we work so well together. He's my the point and counterpoint over yeah. here. So and dogs stink, they're messy. You know when you have kids and a dog, it's like uh it's too much. It's too much. That's why I, I think it actually balances things out, gives the kids responsibilities. Yeah, but hey, talk about uh, your buddy Lane there. He, I thought I heard you say that he was single. Lane is very single. Ladies, if you are listening, Lane is single. Looking to mingle. That's right. I'll make sure I drop his uh, email and a classy picture as my dog squeaks on a toy. I'll put his picture. Uh, up on the website so that everyone knows to uh, hit him up and ask for that date. With the tagline, single, looking to mingle. <laughs> so another <laughs> member of the team, uh, which JC hasn't met or heard of yet, um, is my buddy Reese. And he actually is a car junkie. Um, and by car junkie, I mean this guy can literally drive anything with wheels, put it together, and then mod it so it gets about 600 horsepower um so when we have automotive questions come in because you know guys work on their cars we're on a budget whatever it comes down to uh this guy's gonna be able to answer your questions and put up some posts about you know 
just generic how to do stuff with your car. Yeah, I haven't. Yeah, I haven't met Reese. Maybe I will when I come down there in uh, the end of June, beginning of July. You probably will. He said he's definitely down to do some episodes. Uh, he's uh, going in the Marines, so he's a uh, he's a young lad himself, but he's got some knowledge under his belt. Is he single? He's also he's single, single and looking you know to mingle. <laughs> he is. All right, ladies, um, ladies. That's right. He also does, he also has clearly stated though he is not looking to date. He is very much just being a lone ranger right now, lone wolf style. Man. If so. I could howl, I would. It would just probably <laughs> come out so real weak, like. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a wounded javelina. <laughs> I don't even know what that is, but that sounds funny. <laughs> <laughs> it's a desert. It sounds like a desert warthog. More so, what else? What else? Yeah. What else? What else is good for the site? What are we trying to attract? Uh, see, honestly, Chris, man, when it comes to this, man, I just want to put some food out there, and you know, because that's been mainly my thing. Is a lot of dudes just don't know how to how to cook, right? Um, and that, that kind of gets under my skin. Um, cause I don't give my kids snacks. Like when I do give them Oreos, I give them three Oreos and I, that's all they get for a whole day. And that's like a super duper treat. Oh, I, I'm not a big fan of candy. Uh, cookies and sweets are not something I keep in my house. I have a bag of Halloween candy that the kids went out and got, uh, probably from two years ago that still isn't gone. And it just sits like I, I throw it out gradually, but we don't do sugar and candy. It's a super treat when we'd have some of that because I'm very much about healthy eating. So that's kind of why I get along with my buddy JC over here is, you know, why give them crap when, you know, they could have an applesauce or, you know, some carrots. They love carrots. Um, and I know everyone's going to say, oh, well, my kid won't eat that there's something your kid will eat. I mean, you are a parent. You have the ability to say, well, we don't have that. Here's this instead. How about grapes? Grapes are a great sweet treat or strawberries or blueberries, something other than that artificial sugar. Yeah. And right now watermelons in season and kids love that. True story. I think you just put out a great blog post about that. Didn't you? Yeah. Toss my fruit salad. (laughs) I love our crazy punny, uh, post titles for this. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I think you're going to see a lot more puns as well. Oh, uh, like the other white sauce? <laughs> That's right. Sounds perverse, but once you get into it, you realize it's about shrimp linguine and, <laughs> and Alfredo sauce that you can make for yourself. So, Yeah. Um, another thing, too, that kids like uh, celery with uh, peanut butter. Kids like celery and peanut butter. Yeah, get them a jar of the peanut best. butter. Yeah, give me the apples, peanut butter. You get celery. Everything goes with peanut butter. Yeah. Yeah, peanut butter and Nutella sandwich. You put peanut butter and Nutella together, it tastes like a Reese's peanut butter cup. See, I don't even let them do that Nutella, man. Nutella is too much. I, I don't care how much of it's hazelnut. Look at that sugar content before you like pick up that Nutella again, and you're going to realize, crap, maybe I can't give this to them. But that's just me. I'm a very authoritarian parent when it comes to that kind of stuff. Yeah, those things are kind of snacks, especially when you uh, when you toast the bread. And as soon as it pops out of the toaster and then you put peanut butter and Nutella on each side and put it together because it melts, dude. <laughs> See, I got to try all these recipes, man. I'm not a cook. I don't do this stuff. Like I can cook for 20 people. No problem. 
it comes to you know me and just a couple of the kids i struggle man i'll reach for that mac and cheese i'll reach for those chicken nuggets like just because it's easy i'm tired i've already had a long day you know where you you know how you can uh, resolve that issue you can stop buying them at the grocery store yeah yeah it's true it is true i probably should how often do you go to the grocery store um probably every couple days because i don't like to have a lot of uh vegetables in the house i like to get everything fresh so you know it only lasts a couple days therefore i go shopping every couple days and get fresh ingredients for everything yeah that's 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 good the other thing is you definitely want to go at least uh i mean once a week is uh pretty good um some of the other things i'm probably going to be bringing out is um omelets they're quick and easy uh nice mini quiche because the only thing you need is uh basically a cupcake pan you can make uh little mini quiches that uh you know i make mini egg muffins uh before i go to work each week on sunday i'll take 10 minutes crack like eight eggs go ahead throw some sausage in there some broccoli a little salt and pepper bake those bad boys and i have egg muffins every day of the week so i got some healthy snacks to eat well technically before i go to the gym and then work but um yeah i like to eat that right before man get that protein get some good breakfast and the kids love them like absolutely love them because they look like cupcakes but they know they're getting healthy food inside of that oh yeah you know another quick way to make eggs is microwave I can't deal with my microwaves. I uh-huh. just Do you have English muffins? I do not have. I don't try to keep a lot of carbs in the house either. If you do have English muffins, just crack open an egg or two, and put it inside of a coffee mug. Put it in the microwave. When it's done, it's the same size as the egg or the uh, what do you call it, the English muffin? Just mm-hmm. throw it right on there and there you go. You just went to McDonald's without going. See all right, so I do something. We're, we're talking so much about food, but, I mean, it really does. The, the cornerstone of every family is made in the kitchen, right? Like, yes. those are where the traditions are passed down, and, you know, kids learn to cook, and they love doing that. But every Sunday, I have breakfast with the kids, and it's a special breakfast. Not like, oh, let's just make a bowl of cereal because we got to get out the door, or, you know, at school. We actually have a sit-down. Let's make some bacon. Let's make some eggs. And uh, this Sunday, in fact, we sat down. We made a bunch of eggs. Uh, we fried up a pan of bacon, did some uh, biscuits, little cheese, and we had our own egg McMuffin type sandwiches. And we just sat down and just munched on those. And then Daddy had a couple of mimosas because <laughs> you know that's the only way to do it. And if you're gonna have a mimosa, the only way to do that is with Cava Champagne, C A V A. I'll link to it. I'll show pictures in the in the show notes, but. It's the only champagne you should ever use in a mimosa, just saying. Hook it up. Hook it up. If you got something, throw it out there. I will do that. In fact, I will do the perfect uh, – well, so on the weekends, I don't have the kids, which is hardly ever. But uh, I do like to have endless Sunday fun day of mimosas, and it really is just bottles of champagne and uh, orange juice. And it's probably the greatest day ever. Relax. You get some you time. You have to kind of get that, you know – personal time in and you know you share it with friends you have some couple people over and you just you laugh and you recharge your batteries getting ready for that week get your kids back and on monday and 
you're ready, man. You actually kind of feel refreshed. You've had that, that guy time. You've had, you know, friend time. You can talk with adults. You don't have to just read, you know, little kid books or play with Legos, which by the way, I probably do more than my kids. But, you know, you need that time to recharge. And that's going to be some of the psychological stuff we get into is how do you get that you time while still having your kids? Yeah, that's actually very, very, uh, that's very difficult to do. Um, huh. It also depends a lot on the ages of your, of your children, too. Uh, my two youngest are two and three. When they're with me, yeah, there's no free time at all until they go to bed. Now it's nine o'clock because the stupid sun fairy decides that they want to make the sun stay up a lot longer. So I used to put the kids down at 730 when it got dark in the winter, right? Then you have 730 to 1030. That's three hours of straight you time. So if you're the type that works out late. There you go. You put the kids down. You can just work out in your house. I recommend Insanity because it does work. I know they have newer programs out there, but that one does work. It kicks your ass, and that's what a workout program should do. I think that's another thing we should probably look into is that you know we have a bunch of friends that do workout stuff, and you know there's probably some blog posts to be written about that. Um, I know I would definitely enjoy sharing my workout routine, which pretty much kills me every morning, but. You know, I show up at the office and I'm about as happy as a, you know, a pig in mud because I got those good brain chemicals going and I feel good about myself where, you know, after my divorce, I hate to quote Louis C.K., but, you know, I looked at myself in the mirror and just decided I was never going to do that again. There was no reason to ever take a self-inventory. Um, I looked bad. <laughs> self-inventory, <And> nice. <laughs> You know, I did. I, it was really bad. And I thought, you know, how, how am I ever going to attract another person into my life? Like, I got kids. That's baggage. I got me. I'm an emotional wreck. And then I look like crap. And I reflected that, you know, emotional and physical. And so I decided, you know, I'm going to get back into the gym. And I started out slow. So I think definitely getting back into the gym, working those brain chemicals. Maybe we could post some workouts and really you know, inspire some other people because I've probably been, now I haven't been this fit since high school. And, you know, I look at myself in the mirror. I stopped and looked in the mirror the other day for 10 solid minutes and I admired myself uh, because I, I felt good about what I finally was, was projecting to other people. That's pretty vain, dude. I know it's pretty narcissistic <laughs> as well. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Look at me. Like you're like vanity smurf. <laughs> <laughs> But you know what? It took me a long time to get back to this. I was probably pushing like 200 pounds, if not a little bit more. Um, and it, there was no muscle. It was pure, by the way, I'm just going to eat this slice of cake. Oh, you know what? I'm going to eat the whole cake. And it was just because it was easy. It was the emotional mindset I was in. And, you know, I, I wasn't happy with my, my, myself internally. And I projected that into my body. And then that turned into you know, it just kind of was the whole, the whole picture. I, I didn't present a good picture to anybody. So, you know, I changed that and now I can look at myself and be like, you know what? I'm a happy 172. I'd like to get a little bit heavier, but, um, you know, I dropped the fat Yeah, and that's all it took. Yeah, if, you feel, just, if you feel better about yourself, 
Uh, you won't uh, look at your other problems in the same light. It'll just make you feel better overall. Like like you were saying, you were just a, a slobby mess. Uh, you had baggage. But as soon as you get in shape and you start looking better and feeling better about yourself, then you start realizing that, you know what? My kids weren't the baggage. My fat tummy was the baggage. Bingo. That's exactly it, man. Yeah, And it really is like this whole, the mind leads, the body. And if you can turn your body into something start really projecting a positive image i mean you don't have to go work out you just stand in a victory pose every minute you know every uh every day for a couple minutes like when you're running a marathon and you see all those people on tv and they have their hands over their head and they're like i did it you actually release the same chemicals as if you had actually won that that race you stand in that pose like you can change your outcome just by kind of as ifing things like if you think as if you're doing it or as if you're winning or as if you're successful, you'll start doing it. It, it just it, it everything kind of follows. Yeah, you're you're a good motivational speaker, man. I feel like doing push ups right now. <laughs> Go ahead, man. Drop and give me 20. No, nah. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but it's funny. It's funny you talk about the whole weight thing. I don't know. The last time I saw you, uh, I don't even know if you remember how big I was, but um, I was 218. And I, that sounds about right. Yeah, and I remember uh, I took a uh, photo at work. It was a going away party, and uh, I was wearing a shirt. And I remember specifically sucking in my gut uh, for the picture. And then I actually saw the photo, and you couldn't tell I was sucking that gut in. It was stretching <laughs> my the buttons on the front of the shirt like they're about to pop off. And you know Cartoon what? Style. That was an eye opener, a real one. And that picture was in our office, and I had to look at it every day. So sure enough, I just did a round of insanity, and I lost 35 pounds. See? And now I'm, I'm just going to go out on a limb and say you can look at yourself better and say, you know what? I, not even that you lost the weight, but you accomplished something. You wanted to do it and say, I, I wanted to lose the weight. I can do these things. And it's that can-do attitude. Yeah. That's what we're trying to promote. Yeah, because I went from about uh, – Five push-ups in a minute—that's pretty bad. I don't know, man. You seen Bill Murray stripes? Easily <laughs> forty. And the thing was, is after I was done with my forty in a minute, I I could still do more. So it was just the time limit of a minute. So I went from five to forty, and I know if I would have done one more round, that six-pack probably would have started to just play peekaboo. Right? It would have been right there. Well, I know a couple of personal trainers and uh, the one thing they've always kind of told me is, you know, abs are made in the kitchen. They're not made in the gym. Like I can do tons of sit-ups now. No problem. I can do crunches all day long. I can do some amazing Russian twists with, you know, 25 pound weights. But, you know, I still have that nice layer of fat because I love to eat. Yeah. <laughs> Food is good. Um and it, but if I started eating cleaner, I, I mean, I'd have that delicious six pack and the V that everybody is like, you know, in the Calvin Klein ads. But you know what? I, I'm happy where I'm at. I, I can do all that stuff. I just don't show in my abs that I have them. But if you feel them, they're there. <laughs> yeah, everybody's got to have abs. Otherwise, you just droop over. Pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> hey, if, if you wake up in the morning and you sit up, there's a crunch. That's a crunch. That's one. People lean <laughs> up to gotta... tie your shoe. Guess what? That's two. <laughs> you know, have you done two? Just 
lay back down in your bed, sit back up, and put on your shoes again. That's, That's it. it. <laughs> so I think we should definitely post some uh, – We'll probably have some good posts about working out and like health and fitness. Um, I mean, we can't just promote good eating without some physical activity involved. Uh, but some of the other stuff that I know we want to talk about is actually getting out in the real world, like meeting other single dads. And to me, that's one of the biggest things that helped me out through everything was realizing that there are other dudes out there like me that have these same questions and problems. And how do we connect as human beings as we share stories and we talk to each other? So as the site grows, we're going to start throwing some meetups, um, probably locally at first. Uh, but as we continue to grow, I think this is a good idea and, and, a, and a good opportunity for us to network with each other. Um, we always want to help our brothers out there. You know, if you need a job, hey, you know what's funny? I know a guy that's got a job. Or we just had an opening. Man, I've wanted to change jobs for how long? This sounds like an opportunity. So really getting the community together to talk and network and, and shoot, bring your kids. Let's go have a moon bounce, like throw a backyard picnic. So I think that's a, a great opportunity right there for us guys. Yeah, definitely doing things, um, you know, even the, going back to the whole exercise thing, you know, doing it with your with your kids. You know, I think getting them uh, fit is uh, a great idea, too, because a lot of these kids, I don't know if you see them on the streets, dude, they're pudgy. A little bit. Yeah. Some, some like, of them are. A little bit. Yeah, a little bit. A little bit. Yeah. Well, my daughter, you know, like I said, she was traveling for how many years with her mom? And when I got her, she was pretty, pretty bad overweight because her mom was making processed foods. There was no physical activity whatsoever. Uh, and the first thing I did was like, well, you're going to do some soccer or you're going to do some girls on the run, um, some activity where that's physical and you're going to start eating foods. And when I start, I opened, I opened a, a fresh bag of broccoli and she was flabbergasted, like just floored. She was like, dad, vegetables come like that. I thought they came in cans. Wow, dude. So, I mean, just knowing that kind of stuff, like there are people out there that just, oh, well, this is, this has got to be good. We'll, we'll feed this to the kid. That's probably a good thing. Just as expensive to buy the can as it is the head of broccoli. In fact, you'd probably get more broccoli on the head raw than, you know, in that little tiny dollar can. And it's full of preservatives in that can. You're getting fresh broccoli versus this can so I, I can't imagine why she was overweight sarcastically. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can't see sarcastic, but you <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> if you could see our faces right now, we're definitely making that sarcastic face. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. But so yeah, she's she's actually come a long way from that point and she's like, you know, she's in fifth grade, she's she's perfect weight, she's doing girls lacrosse now, she loves soccer. So she's very active. Very, very active. And whereas before, you know, it was pretty much what's on TV. Uh, well, nothing. We don't watch TV unless it's Friday because that's family movie night where we pick a movie together. We have a pizza and, you know, tradition. We started like that started with my mom. Um, and I just kind of carried that over to my kids. Yeah. How much free time do you actually give your kids, though, during the day? Well, uh, during the day, they probably get a couple hours of free time. And it's more like let's go outside and play or, you can, you know, if it's bad weather, we'll do an indoor activity like drawing, Legos, stuff like that. Um, 
Ari has decided that, and that's my daughter, Levin, she's decided that she wants to learn how to program computers. So what? it's still my heart, you know, I'm going to sit down with her and show her how to do that. Um, that that kind of warmed me up a little bit. Um, but she has decided what she wants to go to school for, um, which is hilarious that an 11-year-old would come to me and go, Dad, um, and I owe this to a girlfriend uh, that's of recent she uh, she was talking about her boarding school experience and how like they specialize in certain things. So she comes to me the other day and she goes, I finally figured out what I want to do, Dad. And I, I had no clue how to respond. But, you know, okay, well, what do you mean? What do you want to do? She goes, well, when I go to school, in high school, I want to go to boarding school. But I want to do graphic design. Because she is an artist. Like she will sit down and draw like her stuff is crazy ridiculous new school like she could be a great tattoo artist but i'm not pushing that um clearly (laughs) so she wants to do like animation for like movies and she's she's kind of picked this like this path already and it's very impressive for an 11 year old to be so mature and say dad this is what i want to do and here's where i want to go do it at so very interesting stuff but yeah, they had a couple hours of free time. Um, then it's usually dinner, showers, bed. Yeah, definitely. Wake up, uh, rinse, and repeat. That's another. That's another uh, thing I I find with parents is that they like to uh, give their kids the same kind of schedule that the parents do, where it's constantly go go go. Like they don't give them enough free time to actually develop themselves. They put them into all these activities where. Activities are good, uh, like team building activities, like you said, like soccer, you know, um, but they tend to put them in things like gymnastics, uh, swimming. Swimming could be a good team thing, too, but majority of it is just you against somebody else. They're great, but overdoing it uh, is not. Okay, so it looks like I'm by myself now. So, yeah, now I'm talking to myself, and I, I, I like that. <laughs> so you're just basically mouthing words at this point. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So dude, um, up, and it was like my train of thought just went with you. <laughs> <laughs> well, I went to go fetch a fresh beer from the fridge. Oh. Uh, you know, nothing like doing a little podcasting at, at midnight uh, on a Monday. <laughs> Yeah, not here on the e- uh, East Coast. Not here in the uh, Western coasts. The the mountainster <laughs> time. It's uh, 9.47, so it's almost time for me to do my daily uh, poker tournament here at night. All right. That's a little U activity, a little decompression activity, good for the mind, excellent activity. Yeah, but back to what I was saying, though, uh, I do think parents uh, do tend to uh, overdo it with their activities. Uh, during the week, I think you should just stick to uh, homework, uh, dinner time, um, and let them have their free time after after they've done their chores and stuff like that. That help them wind down for the day, and that's what kids don't ever get, and that's what they need. Most parents are like, you know what? You have this practice after school and this and that. And kids are like, when they get home, they're exhausted. And then you wonder why your kids are just so stressed out and ready to explode. It's because you overdo it. They're not an adult. And even adults need to take their time in life. And they don't, like most adults don't even enjoy their life. 
like you look at me dude i come off as like a procrastinator and you know i don't let things really get to me i don't i don't get stressed out easily at all because i tend to just take things in stride and i don't overdo my day like when i get home from work if i don't have the kids i ain't got nothing to do (laughs) (laughs) i feel good so i always my house clean and it only takes me 30 minutes to clean it every day and pick up after the kids so when i come home and the house is clean it's i'm not stressed and i can do whatever it is that i want to do and even when i have the kids because my house is clean i let them run around and destroy it and then before they go to bed an hour before they go to bed i go around and clean up and they help me and uh and this is a two and a three-year-old by the way they will help me uh, because I said so, but right. Well, and it's also getting him in that routine yeah, actually, definitely. you know, starts that in the right direction. Whereas they don't see it as a chore, especially if you're helping out. Yeah. But at the end of the night, after I clean up the house and they're, and they're in bed, it's like, I'm on, I'm automatically de-stressed. Like it's like starting up, starting fresh. So when we do wake up in the morning, it's like, everything is good. I mean, I don't really don't know, don't know how to really, describe it but when they come down in the morning and they they sit down and i start making them some food you know they're they're relaxed and they're calm you know but if you have a bunch of toys laying all over the house you know or you didn't really pick up from the night before and you like say you did dinner and you didn't do the dishes the night before you you go downstairs or just go into your kitchen and all of a sudden your morning's gonna start out bad because you look at all the stuff that you have to do Right. I mean, you are a product of your environment and I don't think that's, you know, any truer than, look, I live here and my house is a mess and you kind of incorporate that into your life. Like my house is a mess and my brain is going to be scattered because of that. Cause I'm, I'm already frustrated. The first thing I see is a mess. Like I get home from work and there's stuff all over the house. I didn't, how am I supposed to come home to a peaceful, relaxing environment to decompress and then have the time with the kids and have it not be stressful when it's already hit you and like you sat in traffic for an hour, or at least here on the, the East Coast living in D.C. I mean, it's an hour plus, you know, just to go 20 miles. It's kind of ridiculous when <laughs> you get home and it's like dishes stacked to the sky, floors a mess. Like, yeah, it definitely you become that product of your environment. So even just picking up for 15, 30 minutes a day with the kids, getting them in that routine and then kind of structuring them with like chore lists and stuff definitely help with your mental, um, stress level. Yeah. I, I tend to get sidetracked a lot when I talk, but, uh, oh, we all do. Yeah. Well, I think one of the points that I was trying to least get to was, um, like reading a book, uh, to your kids at night. Um, how many people sit down and read their kids a book uh, to put them to bed, and how many of you rush through it? Every night, I read the book, but I actually incorporate my own little voices into it. Now, I'm not a storyteller. I'm certainly no Pixar voiceover guy, but, you know, I kind of get into the book. I don't care if it's, you know, some Sesame Street or Red Rover goes down the hill kind of book. I'm going to add a voice for each character. Yeah. And, yes, there are times I get confused, and my son gladly points that out to me every single time 
But uh, no, I agree. I agree. Reading to your kids, probably one of the most critical things before bed, calming them down, getting them set. Yeah, but how many parents do you think actually read the whole book or just try to rush through it just to get it over with? And that's be- that's because they they're, it seems like they look at their watch and they, they seem like they're nights on a time crunch. It's like that's another thing that parents need to do too is just relax relax if your kids are in two or three activities take them out of one relax let your kids relax oh and let them play video games yep i i don't know i'm I'm, I'm struggling on that one i have a hard time with video games my daughter plays minecraft but i only give her an hour each week to do it i am pro video game yeah, and no, dude, I am not talking about, you know, getting on there and doing Call of Duty and, 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 <laughs> and screaming, oh, kill that motherfucker, nothing like that. But <laughs> something like Minecraft is kind of cool. It helps with them with their creativity. You get them in other multiplayer games that, you know, help with team building and critical thinking. Like video games are very good. I mean, it's. You know, some people look at it in the old school sense where, oh, you're just wasting your time in front of the TV playing us a pointless video game. But you know what? When you play and you win a game, dude, is there satisfaction in that? There's some serious satisfaction in that, I think. The other thing, too, is, is like, let's say you're playing a multiplayer game, and this is even World of Warcraft, right? Like, you know, I think this game is coming to an end eventually, right? But you're on there. You're with other people. You can find some kids your age or, you know, or whatever. And you're actually going and doing like these, you know, like quests together. You're, you're accomplishing a goal together and you're actually socializing and, and talking with other, other kids because they don't just sit there with their fingers and type on a keyboard. They're actually using a headset and a microphone and they're actually communicating and actually, like I was saying, is building team skills. Now, I'm not, don't just put your kids in front of the computer and go, ha, 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 free time for me. No, everything you do is, has to be in moderation. But that could replace one of their activities is maybe giving them a little bit more free time to enjoy playing a game by themselves with other people that are into the same thing. And it's not even just that. It's, it's the time that they enjoy being a kid. Yes. Like, we push them to grow up so fast. And I think we kind of lose track of the fact that they're still kids. Like, they need that child growth time. Um, I'm not huge into the video games. I have my Xbox. We have many computers throughout the house. But, you know, on a nice day, it's GTFO, get outside, go pick up a you know, a stick and pretend it's a sword and go play some magic, whatever you got to do outside. But, you know, there is that time where we come inside, we'll do family game night, like board games. Um, I said Ari plays uh, Minecraft and Shane is quite frankly obsessed with the iPad. So we had to kind of start limiting the time on that. Um, But his iPad games are strictly educational at this point. Um, Very engineering based. Um, very math numbers like you know stuff like that so he gets that that kid time i guess but he also gets the you know go outside because shoot i mean you probably remember being a kid and we're old farts now but 
I didn't remember ever coming in. Like it was a struggle to get me inside the house. Like my mom would have to hunt me down and find me to bring me in. <laughs> I was out running through creeks and through forests. And I, was, I remember going to the, the quarry that was like two miles away. I was probably eight. Yeah, I was doing. I should have never been that far. <laughs> yeah, I was doing the same thing, man. As long as I came back by the time the sun came down, everything was cool. And even as I got into my teens, I didn't even have to come back home. Come to think of it, dude, I, there was a time when I was 16 years old. I was gone for the whole weekend, and and I came home, and people were like, "Doo doo doo," they didn't even know I was gone, bro. <laughs> so we're not endorsing that you send your kids away for the weekend, but we're just saying that. Nah. Outdoor and friends also works because that's great team building. You got to do that, but yes, you got to give them time to be a kid. And sometimes, like different day and age, video games were not as huge as they are now. So, you know, let them be the kid. Let them let them kind of grow a little bit under under supervision. Like I'll, I'll sit and watch Minecraft for a while before I get bored to tears because then I'll actually go play with Legos and start building some crazy stuff and. My daughter looks at me like, oh, wait, he's over there having a good time actually playing with these Legos. You know what? And she'll take herself off the computer and come sit with me. And Shane's already down there, obviously. You know, he and I just build castles. And he comes up with some crazy contraptions with Legos. Why? Because everything is awesome. (laughs) (laughs) And that's when you know it's getting late on the podcast. But let's just wrap it up. So... Uh, we talked about some food uh, and that we're going to be talking about quick and healthy meals for kids. Uh, we talked about how we want to build a community in the future and that's going to be kind of run by the, our, our fans and our, our, our listeners. So we want feedback and you can send that to feedback at thelifeofdads.com. Uh, also through our website, thelifeofdads.com. There's tons of places to leave feedback there. Uh, join the community. Get in on that. Leave some comments in our uh, in our forums, and uh, we're gonna start thinking about you know how to how to really get back up on your feet again uh, after you've kind of suffered the reset button of life. So, JC, you got any closing comments? Yeah, your your voice is sexy, bro. Thanks, baby. I appreciate it. Yeah, nah, you pretty much summed it all up for me. But yeah, man, I'm just like. You got a great voice, man. You should. You have a good radio voice. <laughs> I've been told that so many times, and I thought people were just being mean. They're like, yeah, you have that perfect radio voice. And I'm like, what, my face ain't pretty? And then I realized I probably just should stick to the radio. Yeah. But now you summed it all up. Um, yeah, you summed it all up perfectly. Uh, I got nothing uh, intelligent to add. And as a matter of fact, I don't think I really have too much intelligence to add to this. So I just go with what uh, with what you got uh, for right now. But uh, yeah. All right. Well, let's call it an episode. Till next time. This is the life of dads, Chris, and this is JC. All right, guys. Stay stay well. Stay healthy. And remember, kiss and hug your kids.